This is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman from the Premier Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Bill provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman. Welcome to the Big O Money Show. My name is Bill Altman. Uh, Tony Shore is with me here live from the Premier Advisory Group right here in the Big O. Uh, Tony's in our Minnesota office. Yes. In the old Stillwater. Uh, couldn't quite make it into the uh, home office today in Arden Hills outside of Minneapolis because they're getting about a foot of snow. Yeah. In fact, we've had 12 inches so far. Wow. And uh, we're headed toward uh, 20 plus, they say. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. I'd, I'd well, get that snowblade on the old GMC and whew, oh, man. Just go, go to town, right? Oh, yeah. 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 yeah I've already been out shoveling. So uh, I'm going to fire up the Toro and. Head on out, snow blow that driveway here pretty quick. We should go, uh, you should go steal a tractor off of a uh, gold grandpa Bob's farm, huh? Oh man. Have my dad put one up on the, on the, uh, park it know. in your front lawn. Yeah. Have my dad haul one up here on yeah. the rack and then, uh, we can, uh, yeah, I should use that up here. Big yeah. tractor. I could oh. do the whole cul-de-sac every time it snows. I could see that. Yeah. Well, Fed had uh, Fed Fed released their meetings this week, Tony. This past yeah. week here, yeah. And uh, what did they have to say? Oh, the same old, same old, same old. They're gonna raise interest rates a couple more times, they think. And uh, yeah. you know, investors yeah. are signaling for about a five point four percent by the end of the year. Wow! So investors think about three more quarter point hikes. Uh, different. Uh, uh, different people think that maybe they should be more aggressive. They should try to get to their 5.4 a little faster by doing half a point increases versus quarter point increases. Uh, the other half say the quarter point is fine. And then of course you have the other side, right? So right. I guess half, half and half. I yeah, don't the think Fed that makes says sense, they're taking it, it slow because they want to bring the economy in for a soft landing rather than uh, shove us into a recession. That's their right. thing. And they want to see exactly how these last hikes played out last year. And the last year was the most aggressive rate hike since 1980s. Um, and so, you know, it's just important to kind of see how that plays out. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, Tony, at the end of the day, our opinion doesn't matter, but we can just report ha. on it. That's right. But we can still give it, right? That's right. Yeah, I mean... So it's just kind of interesting, though, if you think about it, because we have all kinds of great news about the economy, uh, unemployment numbers, uh, GDP. We have all kinds of we really have great news, um, right, except for inflation stayed stagnant and didn't come down like they wanted it to. Right. It's right? still so, coming down, though. It's been it's coming down gr- very gradually. Gradually. Yeah. You know, and, and a p- big part of it, we've talked about it on the show many times, is the fact that we still have production that lags. We still can't get certain goods. Uh, I was talking to a commercial contractor earlier this week, and he was telling me uh, what he can and can't get. Uh, electrical panels, commercial electrical panels, and maybe even residential, but he was talking commercial. They can't, they're sure. back ordered like big time. So if you're building a building and need a, a, a an electrical panel, you know where your breakers are? Yeah. Takes forever to get it. Uh, That's he said, crazy. Windows, 
windows are taking longer than normal to get. Yeah, they are. In fact, yeah. you know, I live in Stillwater, the home of Anderson Windows, which is now the largest window oh. manufacturer in North America. The 120-year-old company, Anderson Windows. And, and, and Tony is paid to say this, by the way. They're based, right, they're based right here. That's a good window. It's a local Minnesota company, Midwest company. But um, uh, I'll tell you, they, they're, uh, even their supply, um, you know, and they usually get priority. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's backed up. It takes a long time to get certain things right now. And so that has to play into it. It's a supply and demand issue. And we know yeah. that. We've yeah. heard about this. EV makers, electric vehicle makers are having trouble getting uh, battery parts, actually uh, raw materials. Uh, and, and a lot of it comes back, back down to your rare earth metals. Yeah, they're having trouble does. getting, right? Yep. And that's kind of interesting. There's you know, there's so much that plays into inflation. And so we can't just pin, pin it on one individual thing. But for this in particular, I have, I myself personally feel that the manufacturing has played the largest role in, in inflation increasing the way it did. And it just comes back to the simple economics of supply and demand. We didn't have the supply. The demand was still there. Prices go up. I mean, this is not rocket science people. You know, yeah, but, actually, during COVID, the demand for certain things increased, but yet people weren't working, and a lot of industries uh, decreased their supplies because they're like, well, the, the economy shut down, the demand isn't going to be there. So during COVID, uh, they, they, they really cranked it down. They, didn't, they weren't manufacturing, and all of a sudden, you know, COVID starts to, you know, wane a little bit. And people kick it down. They have all this COVID surplus money that was put into the economy. Right. And so then the demand rises and the supply, well, the supply's going down. Right. Not, not a good thing, right? Right. And it will work itself out, but it's not going to be immediate. It's going to take right. a little while. But, you know, there's things I was talking to a client in the office and, you know, he's like, you know, he's never been like a doomsday or anything at all. He's a very normal person. And he said, you know, but. You know, when, when you, when you, when you have a shortage of baby formula and you have a shortage of this and a shortage of that, it kind of scares you a little bit and yeah, you know, yeah we'll buy an extra, you know, an extra couple can cans of the canned food or if they're buying, you know, soup sure. or whatever, Campbell soup, they'll buy a couple extra ones and just kind of stock up a little bit more. So it's interesting hearing that coming from people that are absolutely, you know, not on, on the side of a doomsday, we need to build a bunker situation they're just right, very, yeah. everything's been very normal but it's like eh, it's interesting how, how do we not have any baby formula how how did we run out of toilet paper so fast and and different things like that how can i why can't we get a garage door right now why can't i i waited a year to get one panel my lovely wife danielle likes to run into things oh and, no you're not oh, gonna yeah. throw danielle under the bus uh, it's deserved um she, she knows it <laughs> But so we replaced our garage door. I actually had to increase the height. We had these low garage doors, you know, and, and, and I was trying to pull into the garage one time and, um, well, I didn't, but regardless, somebody pulled into the garage and hit the top of the garage door and it bent it. We had to get a new, we, so I ended up just increasing the height of the actual garage door altogether. We did some construction and sure. some stuff out and we waited a year to get that garage door. Then uh, about a month after that bad boy was installed. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, the garage door might not have been all the way up when Danielle backed out of the garage and hence uh, uh, <laughs> bend, bending a little panel, right? So we waited sure. another uh, year to get that panel, and here we are. It just came in last week. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, and my it was dad's like, well, been... it was the, the color of the panel was, you know, tan. Well, that's 
weird. Yeah. Oh, now. yeah. It's a, oh, <laughs> sandstone. Real. That's a really rare color in garages. Right. Oh, wait. No, that's pretty much every garage door right, in right. your neighborhood. Right? Did you have pink? I bet you had pink, right, in stock? <laughs> yeah. What's in stock? You know, polka dot purple. Jeez. So my dad's been waiting months for his washing machine pump went out. It's like a Maytag. Yep. And uh, the place, the local place where he lives in there in Worthington, Minnesota, uh, they've, they order, oh, it's on back order. Oh, it's on back order. Every yep. month they just tell them. And then we're like, can you check another supplier? Oh, yeah, they're out. Yep, yep. You know, some people, you know, you and may it's have heard not of an old washing machine either. Like it's an old part or whatever. Right. It's well, like, if it was an old washing machine, it would still work. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, really, if you think about it. The right? more modern washing machine, not even. We had to heat. replace our front load washer and dryer. Nice LG, expensive set, seven yep. years old. Just had to replace them within the last several months. Yeah, appliances are not what they used to be. Silly, huh? Yeah. Silly. Um, you know, so you've probably all heard of the chip chip bill that's going out right now and there, there's this big uh fund that's being set up basically to help chip makers uh, uh build plants and and make make chips here in the u.s uh some people nice. are really against it some really? people are really for it huh. um i i personally am for it i know it's something that we have to, we're spending money on as a government people say we don't have any money blah 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 but here's the deal if we allow all of our chips to be made or most of them overseas we're going to continue to run into these problems and if, if China's producing a lot of our stuff and, and we get in a fight with China, they may not want to give us our chips, right? Or right. Uh, we could be Chi in a really bad situation if we can't be self-sustaining as right. a country. And really, you know, people complain about government spending. You and I complain about it, uh, rightfully so. But infrastructure is so important. And I view chip manufacturing as uh, national infrastructure building right well it segues right perfectly into back to the ev market the electric vehicle market the european union just approved by 2035 no more combustion engines diesel or gasoline to be created wow right that's crazy california has adopted that exact same measure yes yeah by 2030 i believe volvo will be 100% electric. Right now, they're only 11% electric. Yeah, I mean, GM's throwing out numbers like even GM, General Motors. And Ford. Yep. Yeah, there, GM says, you know, by 2036. 2035. 2035, yeah. Yep, they don't want to be making combustion engines. So That's it, right. That's crazy. Where are we going to find the parts? Like you said, the battery, the pressure, the that's the, the biggest concern. Yeah, that's, yeah. And so there are some car makers on the other side of it. And one being the Jeep Ram, uh, still, still, uh, still, uh, the maker of Jeep Ram right now. Yeah. And they say, Hey guys, this might be moving a little bit too quick. Are we going to be able to get the raw materials that we need to produce these batteries? And the batteries are costing a lot. T Tesla makes up a uh, 10% of, of the market altogether. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and, you know, their valuation is greater than I believe Ford gm uh chrysler isn't that crazy yeah and it's in the neighborhood of like 654 billion dollar valuation on tesla yeah. you know, which it, is it, why gm and these other companies are saying hey this is where we're going right they see their market share eroding yeah and so it, at the end of the day the like tony was saying the infrastructure thing we don't want to spend money but these things are happening whether we like it or not i i don't own an electric vehicle i i haven't I don't, even, I don't even know if I've driven one, uh, to be honest with right. you. Right. 
Right. You know, um, I like my diesel truck. I like my gasoline, the big engine. You know, I would room, say room. that's true for the majority of people in the Midwest. They've never even driven an electric vehicle. Right. And they're and they, they look cool and all that kind of stuff. But I'm just not I'm a, I've said before on the show, I'm a late adopter. I've always been a late adopter. I kind of wait till things kind of settle in, see if I like it, see how it works. And then I go for it. That's the same with investing. I'm not some crazy investor that invests in high risk securities or alternative investments. I just right. don't. I like the, I, I'm old school. I like the blue chips. I like our, our, our G50 portfolio or blue chip dividend portfolio. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and some people are like, Oh, why don't we, you know, do this load up on this and that. And it's like maybe for a small piece of your portfolio, but if that's you, I'm probably not your guy. Yeah. I mean, you know? why do that anyway when the G50 uh, or these blue chips have been outperforming the overall stock market you know when it right. outperforms the s&p and the dow even in down years like last year yeah why well, it, why take right. the risks i mean you're you're still making good money and beating the, G50 the market was down after fees last year the g50 was down eight percent the dow was down 10 the s&p was down 20 nasdaq was down 30 the year before you know the the g50 the years before it was all double digits it was like a 17% a 24% and a uh, 28% or something yeah. net of fees yep. in in that portfolio past performance does not guarantee or predict future performance we know that we we've talked yep. about that on the show um but it, it goes back to that value minded investing yeah right and it yeah. goes back to and i'm not saying it's perfect because it's not and no investing is ever perfect but would you rather own the speculative stock that you could get rich on, but right. you also could go broke on? Or would you rather own a, a, a series or a portfolio of 50 blue chips that are all U.S. based and every single one of them pays you a dividend? Every single one of them grows their dividend year over year and they have to have that consistency. Like a company like Johnson & Johnson, for instance, they've had tremendous consistency over the years. I had a, a, a cl- another client over in the office earlier this week and He's bringing over quite a bit to us. And he said, he's about to retire in the next few months. He said, you know, Bill, um, we're just not interested in the big 20% return years anymore. It doesn't, doesn't do any, doesn't excite me. I'm more, you know, concerned. I want to keep up with inflation. I want to beat inflation and all that kind of good stuff. Right. But, but I'm more concerned about the protection. I'm more concerned about retirement and and we can do what we want to do and, and take care of the kids and all these kind of good things. Right. So that mentality shifts in retirement. Yes, it does. More of a growth because while you're working, you're making money. You're not taking money from your investments to fund your lifestyle. You're actually making money. You're working, right? You're making money and you're contributing to your 401k and all that kind of fun stuff. And, you know, and then when you go and shift into retirement, you're now drawing from your 401k and you're not making any money. So it's a completely different mentality. So you can be more growth oriented early and and shift to more value or, or more safety. I mean, heck, Tony, we have a, I, I saw a five-year, multi-year guarantee annuity. Uh, forget the company name, but it was an A-rated company. Uh, 5.2% was the rate on that. Wow. Daily, daily compounding, 5.2%. I mean, that's phenomenal. And I look at, you know, we just go through and I pull all the company. We have a software, it pulls all the companies up and their rates and it kind of shows what's going on and who we like. We have a, a company that has a five-year indexed no-load annuity that has uh, so fixed index, not variable, hundred percent principal protection, eleven percent upside on the on the point-to-point cap. Wow! I mean, things are changing in the industry where we're actually seeing uh, we're seeing movement on that side now, where we can actually have safe money 
without sacrificing uh, poor interest, really. Right. And that's what safety and safe accounts have been for so long that we've been used to is really no growth, right? I mean, very right. Lim- limited growth, but we still needed them because we needed safety in our portfolio. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, finding I mean, you the were right lucky balance. to get two or 3%, right? Yeah, right. We're, it's, it, you know, and it's, it's all about finding that balance in life, right? And, and balance in your investments and make sure it's prudent for you. Uh, and then allowing you to understand how it works, understand how the distributions work in your life and, and, and how that money's actually going to come into you. And, you know, if you want, you know, an extra six, you want $6,000 a month in retirement from your investments or whatever, let's just say, you know, Bill, is it possible that, uh, that I increase that a little bit in the earlier years, or let's just say the wife and I decide to take a, a European vacation, you know, and it's going to be a $10,000 vacation. Could I take extra from that? Or how does that work? We allow you to understand how that works. And the answer is, I, I don't know um, exactly your situation, right? For a lot of people, we budget all of that in. So we make sure there's contingencies built in. So when you right. want to take that, the answer can be a yes. But I am not afraid to have a come to Jesus meeting with you and let you know that that's not in your, in your, in your realm. Yeah. And I, I have to do that. And they're not fun meetings, Tony. When somebody is overspending out of their account and I'm like, well, geez, you're 65 and you're blowing money like water. You know, I need to, you know, I, we, we have to have a meeting, you know, yeah. where some advisors out there will just, they don't want to have that meeting because they aren't fun. They're not fun for the client. They're not fun for, for the advisor, you know, but it's our fiduciary responsibility to let you know if you keep doing it this way, you're going to run out of money. Right. Period. Right. You know, but on the other side, a lot of people have done so well with their retirement and they've built up a, a you know, a, a, a nice nest egg, a nice retirement fund. Um, they've kept their debt minimal. And so, so when we have the one-offs like the European vacation or the new car or the grandson that's going to college and you want to help out, those are real possibilities. And so a lot of times, yes, you know, can, Bill, if I call up and I need an extra $20,000, can I call up and, and have you send that over? How's that process work? Yeah, it's a call in. You'll call in, you'll talk to myself, talk to Andrew, talk to someone, and we'll verify and, and we'll ship the money out to your account real quick. Um, e, e, an ACH transaction. So a lot of people wonder how that works. We make sure you understand how it works and under, yeah. understand how the machine works. Yeah, and that that's a key point, Bill. And uh, to have that plan and stick to that plan. And then if they want to do something that's going to derail the plan, that's why you're there. This is a big reason people need to work with a trusted independent financial professional uh, right. to help keep them on track because track, because you're going to keep the emotions out of it. You're not emotionally attached to their money yeah. like they are. It's their money. So you can say, Hey, no, don't do this, do right. this, or you need to save this and then you can do this. Um, or let's move this out of that because, you know, you don't want to pull money from that right now. Let's pull it from this area and then we can make that happen. These are all things people don't always think about or know to think about. They don't right. always see their own big picture. So that is why you can make such costly financial mistakes if you're not working with someone like yourself. Right. Well, well Tony, it's kind of like working with you. And if and when I first got into radio, um, I, I had not a clue and I still don't really know, have a clue what I'm doing on the whole advertising front and dealing with it, you know, the radio stations and all that kind of jazz, right? you know, and so where do I turn to you? You have a lifetime of experience in, in, in the industry. So you get it, you know how to talk, you can communicate the language yeah. when I need a, 
when I need a plumber, I call my buddy Nate Holmes. He's an experienced plumber. I am not cutting the line on that plum plumbing. I promise I'll flood my house. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, and I don't want to do that again because I live six months in the residence in. It wasn't for me, but a pipe broke and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. And, and then that was, that was terrible. By the yeah. Way. But regardless. I remember. Michael, I'll call my cousin Michael Supich. He'll put, he'll, uh, he'll fix my electricity, you know? And so we call professionals. My truck went into uh, Huber to Adam Marsh over at Huber this last week for uh, oil change and stuff. Could I have done it? Yeah, probably. But man, they got all the tools. They're the pros. They're going to tell me if something's wrong with the thing. You know, just I want to make sure it's all good. They're not going to forget to put the plug back in and run it out of oil. (laughs) I mean, not that you would do that. You know, the funny thing is I I used to change the oil. And and then it's like, you know, it's like, how much am I actually really spending on this versus saving? You know, and it's like, is it is it probably about the same amount of money for me to take it into a pro and have them do it? I don't get dirty and I don't have to dispose of the oil. You know, the same thing with your investing though, right? Right. You, know, you, you want to, you know, our job is to uh, increase your over in, in overall in investment satisfaction, I would say. Right. Right. It, it's not just about, you know, oh, you know, just the investing piece and the stocks and the bonds and all that kind of fun stuff, right? But it's the relationship and it's me understanding who you are and what you want out of life and what you want out of retirement, what your real overall goals are. And then a counseling. And I'm a, a, you know, I'm a counselor uh, many times where we talk to people and make sure, hey, this is what's going on. Do you think I should do it? Or, hey, I want to do some charitable giving. You know, what do you think? Or I want to start giving the kids money. What do you think? We have a lot of those conversations, right? Um, Julie Moeller on tax works hand. She's right on the other side of my wall here in my office. I bet she's we, busy right now. Oh, she's always crazy. It's she's busy, you know, and, and we've ramped up our tax business like crazy. She's fantastic, by the way, 30 year CPA um, knows her stuff very well. So highly recommend that you uh, give us a call so we can help you with your tax. That's my plug for Julie. But I do, I work hand in hand with her on a very regular basis. So if we're looking at Roth conversions, what's the overall impact? You know, the Roth conversion sounds fun to do, right? It sounds like a great idea, but how much is it really going to cost you? If it's going to cost you 30% in taxes right now because of your brackets, if you're converting at a 24% bracket plus state, you're at 30%, it takes 43% return in the market to get back that money. Right. And people have to understand, do we know when that 43 percent is coming? No, no idea. We could mm. run through another lost decade from 2000 through 2010. I don't know when it's coming. Um, but, you know, you get the picture. And, and folks, we are a, a local fiduciary here right in Miracle Hills, 114th and Dodge, roughly. Uh, and we'd love to help you work with your investments, your finances, help you uh, understand retirement, help you understand Social Security. Bill Kaiser and Brenda on Medicare, Julie on tax. Andrew's my right-hand man. He does a lot of stuff here in the office for us. Uh, all the electronic stuff that all these young kids know how to do. That's Andrew. Andrew knows how to do that kind of stuff. And me, I'm just an old an old fart. Don't know what I'm doing anymore on that side of the world. Um, anyway, uh, thanks. We're out of time, guys. Uh, and it was, I thought it was a great show, Tony. Thanks oh, for all of our show. wonderful, loyal listeners. BigOMoney.com is where you can get us. BigOMoney.com. Or give us a call. Go old school. 402 402- Five five seven sixty seven thirty again four zero two five five seven sixty seven thirty and we'll talk to you next week. And that does it for today's episode of the Big O Money Show. Thank you for listening to the Big O Money Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Bill Altman at the Premier Advisory Group. Call four zero two five five seven six seven three zero. 
or visit their website at P-A-R-A-D-V-I-S-O-R.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Bill Altman and the Premier Advisory Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.